0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: To Healing Paradigms Presents, and today I get to talk about myself. Now, for those of you who may be listening out in, um, in the replay, um, one of the things that my my business partner, uh, Reverend Harvey, has said is that I am a well-kept secret. Well, today I am going to reveal a little about myself and how I came about my spiritual journey and the things that happened to me during that time. But uh, before I get started, uh, what we're going to do is get ourselves prayed in. And this is, I want to send a, send a special shout out to Thomas Sholar Walker for letting me use his rendition of the Anabacoa prayer. It's a Kabbalistic prayer that is uh, used for healing Um and it helps with also with spiritual advancement for those of you uh who don't know you may want to check it out and find out a little bit more about it. So here we go.
2: And
0: Take a To me and God alone, To sing Kaddush But a tooth gone ahead To go and Come to he could take To me and God, lunch is in but I'm gonna hell out of take her. you gonna prayer up take her. I'm to be your day to all alone. Production. We've to go. La la Production. For to go. La la
2: And we're back.
1: And so, okay, so when oftentimes, well, like I said earlier, that mm, someone told me that I was a secret, and one of the reasons for this is, is because I I don't spend a great deal of time talking about my personal experiences, but I decided to make an exception in this particular case um, because um, I know that a lot of people are probably having uh, the same type of experiences that I have, and I know that for those of you who may not know, one of the things that I've uh, done before is I provide um, coaching for, for what you could say readings and intuitive sessions with individuals who are going along their spiritual path and a lot of the experiences that people tend to have have been very, um, very different. Uh, the, these are not things that you share with uh, with uh, the regular crowd, with the regular, regular. With, it's not a part of the regular experience. And one of the things, or one of the reasons why I'm here on the planet is to help people walk. Uh, their spiritual path, and and give them tools and uh, tools, the spiritual tools that will assist them in developing their communication with their own spiritual teams. Now, back in you know, I would say for myself, like I said, I'm going to talk about myself. My spiritual path is it's always been there. It's always been present. And I do recall, like, when I was um, five years old, um, one of the things that I had this sort of intuitive knowing about is that everything that I was being taught in uh, the AME church that I was attending, that, that there felt like there was something missing, that there was more to what... It was that I was supposed to be understanding and and not to um, put any damp and on on the people who raised me they they definitely are good people, but they weren't as um, spiritually developed um, as I may have been at that at that age i even uh I would say that much of my spiritual path really got its start through my mother who, for the most part, was a bit of what I would call a quasi metaphysician And she never really developed what I would say a spiritual practice where she was disciplined at it. However, her influence on me and the path that I've taken, it, it has been so profound. And it was just one of those things where... Uh she would she had books around by Larry Dawsey who who talks about spontaneous healings and things of that nature. Also Deepak Chopra, uh Wayne Dyer, uh, Marianne Williamson. It's because of her that I got exposed to these particular spiritual spiritual teachers. You know, the thing is is that one of the other people in my community were talking about these type of things and especially not in the church and one of the things that I had observed was that you know, nobody's life was really improving Nobody, everybody seemed to be caught up in a pattern uh, in living a bit of a just what I would have considered a destructive life so I had always had a bit of a questioning mind and there was a part of me that always had this desire to know more. So let's just roll this, uh, you know, fast forward this uh, experience from five up until I was about a teenager and I developed um, a what physically began to manifest in me is um, an illness called hyperthyroidism. Now, for those of you who don't know the best about, that's where your thyroid uh, begins to up, act in such a manner it starts producing this hormone that makes your body feel that it 's like running a race twenty four hours a day seven days a week and it, and it also controls your metabolism and what what was happening or let 's just put it this way I would say you will often hear me say that uh, illness. Is a manifestation of things that are not being expressed in in uh, in your private life, and so one of the things that happened was that I was not um, into communicating, I wasn't into talking, and I used to uh, take a lot of the um, I, I guess you could say I I would be personally affronted by certain things, and instead of voicing um, or standing up for myself. You know, everything was kind of turned inward, so it manifested into my thyroid just going and completely haywire. Well, I, there is uh, there's some medicine that was used to actually reduce the levels, reduce the levels of uh, the hormones that were being produced, but it there was always this concern about my liver, uh, liver, uh, the levels of my liver, of the medication. So there was constant testing, things of that nature. And finally, you know, uh, I think my, you know, my endocrinologist, now that's one of the doctors that takes care of, helps people to take care of their endocrine system. Um, what happened was, the doctor recommended that I go ahead and get that thyroid treated, uh, treated you know, by radioactive iodine. Now, uh, one thing about allopathic medicine, uh, they come up with a permanent solution for whatever the problems are for your body. It's not the most effective, uh, in my way of thinking, way to promote healing. So that after I took. The radioactive iodine that was in the treatment process to kill off the thyroid. They, I gained 20 pounds in like two weeks. I had, I was, because the weight gain was so quick, I had developed this back pain. And my mind was foggy. There were, you know, I had intolerance for heat, intolerance for cold. My skin was very dry, very, uh, very dry. Um, I, you know, I was very lethargic. My mind was cloudy. I, I just, it just, just, but this way. I was in this place of just like really, <laughs> really not uh, caring for what it was that I was experiencing. Um and as a result of it, um, as a result of me having that, that experience, they um, that, as a result of that, I, I began looking for other ways to treat myself. But um, today since today is going to be a short show. I am going to take a quick commercial break and I will be right back.
3: Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we heal the mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle where we inspire awareness, manifesting, motivating, and educating every day. On Sundays, it's Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show is starting a movement as it seeks to inspire people to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Mondays, it's Totally Whole with Pastor Cook and Dr. Maxine. This show addresses issues related to spirituality and mental health. On Tuesdays, it's Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show will help you get your money right and your financial house in order. On Wednesdays, it's the RN Perspective with our own RN, Stacy Lemoore. Change the way you think about health by understanding the connection you have with all things and how your habits affect your health. Learn to heal holistically. On Thursdays, it's four weeks, four different shows five weeks, five different shows. The first Thursday of the month is Total Empowerment, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. The second Thursday of the month is One Love, One Connection, One Us. Turn your relationship into a spiritual union with Reverend Arlene Ketheft and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. The third Thursday of the month is the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. The fourth Thursday of the month is the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner world of our mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. The fifth Thursday of the month is Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Kahek, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. On Fridays, it's Let's Talk, Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It's sexual health and fitness like you've never heard it before. With Bondria Walters and Zakia Lana. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every day. And now, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Family Healing Circle Media. Family Healing Circle, healing mind, body, and soul.
2: back, yeah, so as I was saying, um, when
1: i had that experience of having my body completely crashed it it took me into a completely different uh, direction with my health um, i my aim had been to get back to what I considered normal, which was no brain fog. And the, the, the you know the, the stabilization of the weight and being able to deal with the heat. cold. Oh, well, I will say that um, that journey was really rather interesting in the sense that the groups that I had come in contact with that had the same issue. My, most of them were really more than into my way of thinking interested in standing in their wounds, and that was not <laughs> not really where my mind was at. So I decided to go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, see if I could find a way. Well, one day that my mother, um, she asked me to take her to the Healing Touch Center, and after she took me to the Healing Touch Center, the... The experience that I had was that, like, immediately feeling better. Now, for those of you who don't know what healing touch is, it's where where people, you know, uh, through your allowing, they move the energy system and bring alignment to your spiritual body, thereby bringing physical healing to the body and causing you to feel better. And what happened was, I felt immediately better, and I was like, okay, we get out. But because I had been feeling really crummy by by that time, and I was doing other things like yoga and things of that nature, but I hadn't really um, experienced any difference. But after doing that, I I felt immediately felt better, and so I went back a second time. And the second time I went, I was seen by a person by the name of Kim Sear, who is also a medical intuitive. And what she explained to me was that, you know, your thyroid is still functioning, but, you know, it, the rest of your body doesn't know that your thyroid is the boss. So she recommended that I come back in. And as a result of that, um, uh, my, my the weight stabilized. The experiences that I had with the with the um, the heat and the cold and all of that 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 went away, and for a time there I you know um, I I did not have to really take the medication and things really seemed to stabilize and stabilized, stabilized and you know got gotten better, and then um, I got married and I had my first son. And I started going, it was when I found out, it was during a time, like during September 11th and around that time,
4: and everything had
1: just, I, you know, I wanted to be mentally and spiritually prepared for my child, uh, you know, coming into the world. It was a very stressful time at that time, but um, I wanted to be mentally and spiritually and so, for a period of nine months, twice almost twice a week, I would have um, a human touch session. And through those nine months, uh, after that experience, I went ahead and and decided that I wanted to uh, do healing myself because I knew the value of it. Now, one of the things that happened with that. Um, because of that path of becoming the healer, doing the healing path, I began to be able to have this sort of intuitive knowing of uh, where it was that I was supposed to be going and what I was supposed to be doing. And then when I got to level three of healing touch, um, the communication between me and my spiritual team developed even more. Um Let's fast forward the story to when I moved to uh, when I moved to Arizona, and I I had gone through I was getting a divorce, and everything that when you go a lot of times when you go through a spiritual change, everything around you changes. Uh you're no longer you know things that that are unreal that that are not not for your greater good are are falling away from you there's a uh, there you know there was uh bankrupt divorce, the death of my mother there were you know things that things it felt like they were just stripping away stripping away in order for me. To do my growth and so when I hit what I would consider my proverbial rock bottom, you know, I um, I was I had moved into um, a one bedroom um, space that was in the back of the house, uh, and and I heard my I heard someone say, uh, you know, now that you've hit the rock, rock bottom this is what you need in order to get yourself back up. (laughs) And as a result of it, I, you know, I went ahead and made those, um, you know, did whatever the, the voice was telling me to do. Well, what began to happen after that, was that I, there was one day I was doing this deep, you know, I was doing this very deep meditation. It was almost like every moment that I had, I would go, I would go deeper and deeper and deeper. And all of a sudden, I began to have this experience of like this, a being of light coming to me. And... The thing that was really interesting about it was that I actually recognized the being of light. Now, when she introduced herself, she said that her name was Offset. And, you know, all I was thinking of I recall just like Offset, you know, just trying to grasp the name. And I was like, you know, is this, I remember thinking to myself, is this Isis? It just, and she says, you know, you, you've been, um, you've been doing this human thing for a long time now and every time you come here you've always been excited to be here oh well. Wow. <laughs> and she says to me you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you back to your original healing teacher and you know and, and let me just Take a quick commercial break, and I'll get back to you because we've got to pay the bill.
4: Break the cycle of mediocrity. Did you know that most people don't like waking up to an alarm clock every morning? How would you like to make a full-time income working part-time from home? The largest percent of people who make six-figure or more do it from a home-based business. You can design your own future with a company that is fun, fast, Friendly and rewarding. The Lemu Company is new to the Baltimore area, looking for a few good men and women. If you are a leader and you're sick and tired of the Monday to Friday 9 to 5 grind, if you want to set your own schedule and pay, contact Gloria at 443-326-1943. That's 443-326-1943 or email gleach7 at verizon.net. That's gleech7 at Verizon dot net. I'll see you at the top.
1: Okay, I'm with that. So, Arsette, Um the way that I remember her, like I said, she was a being of light, and for the most part, you know, I I can I remember. What her legs looked like, and when I would look up to look at her, um I wasn't really able to make out her features however, her energy and her presence were very very pronounced very, very very familiar to me, and so she took me she she took me back to what she said was serious B and she introduced me to my Healing instructor who who gave me a bit of a panoramic view of who I was and who I was in relation um, to that the seriously and what I had been doing and I I had also met some of my other. or I recall just having the experience of being other, around my other classmates and just being excited to be here on this earth plane. So, you know, I, and now let me just put it to you like this. I, You know, when, when I had this experience, all I was really thinking to myself was like, you know, who am I going to be able to talk to about this? Essentially what I what I was experiencing or being shown was that, uh, you know, that I wasn't here, you know, that I wasn't from here, that I was, that I am another being other than what it was that, you know, my physical manifestation was, was showing me, that I was, that I am more. And I was also... Yeah, told that I was the emissary for the Council of Twelve, and the emissary. And to for those of you who don't know, the the definition for emissary is representative. So I was the representative for the Council of Twelve, and I was uh, brought here, or I come here to um, make some substantial changes here in 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 helping humanity and just heal their vibration um and and set them I set them more in a course that more in alignment with who they truly are. I I help to reveal people reveal uh themselves you know along with guiding them but, but you know allowing them to know themselves a little bit better um and, and to be okay with that. The, there's a lot of judgment That goes on in this world And I've apparently been out of the part Of that first direction And I am To step into A greater role Of doing that And you know the, I guess One of the things that I recall Feeling and sometimes I do feel This way now Is like okay I'm not quite sure Of how to make that manifest But uh I am trusting that uh, that the source of creation is guiding me every step
2: of the way as I do this.
1: So afterwards, afterwards, she brings me back after I had some experiences where things were being revealed to me about my role in history. And about who I have been in my previous incarnation and why it is that I have the certain type of reactions that I've had, and how, uh, why why it was that I was, I used to feel very alien. So the fact that I had this experience, it was really, (laughs) it was like, it it, it, is almost like having a combination of what you had. So when, when I came back out of this deep meditation and just you know, and mind you, it's a very real, real experience and um in technical or more real than anything that I believe that I've ever experienced before, I began doing some research, you know, because I I suppose the thinking that I was having was, Well shoot, I wanna let me see if there's anything on this. So I did some research and I found out that Offset is truly, um, Offset is, uh, you know, is Isis. And Isis is just a Greek name for her. Um, and also that she is considered to be the queen of Series B. And this provided, it was almost as if it provided me with more confirmation. And in the meantime, uh, while this was all going on, I was having several different experiences with shamanic journeys, and I do recall at one point, and this was before my experience about that, was that during one of the shamanic journeys, the person who was leading the journey, he was having us take a look at ourselves when we were a baby. And when she had us look in the bassinet, you know, the bassinet or the crib or whatever the, the baby, ourselves as babies were supposed to be in, I look at myself and I'm blue.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm blue and I don't look human. And I did not share this with the group on the phone because nobody else was, you know, mentioning that that they looked some other color other than, you know, the skin color that they were born with. You know, I, I, there was nobody that I could share that information with. Um, but, <laughs> I, dude, again, uh, again, a lot of times what what was happening is when my spiritual team would tell me to do something or they wanted me to do something, um they were having me uh, build and build an altar um, and they had me do quite a bit of candle magic in order to build up my energy and to, to bring me up from the vibration and level that I had gotten to because the, 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 you know, the death of my mother and the, the divorce, which I don't recommend anybody do at the same time, but they had brought my energy level down to such a level that I, I needed help being popped up and being pushed up So I had built this altar, I had gotten into candle magic, I had gotten into um, uh, spells and doing spells for myself and doing spells for my, my, you know, my family members and things of that nature. And it was a great opening for me and there would be times when they would ask me for something you know you know say for instance they would tell me oh you need some rain water with this and I'm like well that I would say to them and, and again mind you when I would say these things to them I'm I'm wanting validation I'm wanting I'm wanting them to prove to me that this is for real I'm like I would say Uh, I'm not going out to buy some rainwater, so you better, you guys better make it rain if you really want me to do this spell. (laughs) Now mind you, I was living out in the desert (laughs) in Phoenix, Arizona, (laughs) and so what would happen is that
2: you know,
1: within 24 hours of me actually saying that, it would rain. Um. There was a lot of a lot of uh, spiritual activity that was taking place around where I was living as well, um, and and I began to. And there was also the opportunity to like learn about poverty, uh, poverty consciousness, and things of that nature, and, and how that had had, had its effect on me and things of that nature. It, it, it was a really really stressful it was a stressful time but it also um, helped reveal me to me uh allowed me to become stronger so through that time i was i was continuing to do um i was continuing to do magic and and during that time, I transfer. You know, after living there for a few months, living in that in that um, living in that one-bedroom studio um, behind the house, I moved to. I moved to uh, where I got it. I got accepted into
2: uh,
1: Arizona State University, and I moved to ASU and I continued to do magic there, and I continued to do shamanism, you know, shamanism, and I began to develop a relationship with my subconscious mind where I began to understand the, the language in which my spiritual team would speak to me. And so in addition to speaking to me uh, auditorically, uh, you know, so through my ear hearing, because sometimes I hear, sometimes I have. Uh, feelings and sensations, Um, sensations, Uh, they would speak to me in symbols. So much of the shamanic work was helping me to develop that communication with that spiritual aspect of myself. Um, I woke up one day and I had not done so great in school. But I woke up one day, and I was, you know, praying um, But my next move was going to be. Uh, Some things had not quite panned out the way I had uh, expected them to. And I woke up, and I heard, you need to call your cousin up, and you need to tell him that you're moving to Baltimore. (laughs) So I... I, you know, I did that, not really having any idea of how I was going to make that happen. Well, the money did show up. Uh, the money showed up, and I stayed in Arizona for a few months, and then I made my transition in Uh Since then, um, I had had a number of experiences where I had failed myself. Um, I had found myself in a fearful state. And, and learning to also live within what I call a spiritual flow. Because even when you're operating at a low vibration, a lot of times at that low vibration, if you are a person who's a light worker, you're going to be set to work. You're going to be set to work. And that was essentially what had happened to me. I had gotten put to work by my spiritual, spiritual team to assist some people um, to further... And to further themselves on their spiritual journey, and and as a result of it, there was a lot of. I, mean, I had met a lot of people. Uh, I had been relying on my intuitive senses a great deal, uh, realizing that the old paradigm in which I had been operating out of when I was growing up and through much of my 20s you know, they weren't going to be working for me anymore. Uh, I, I had been experiencing a great deal of difficulty actually finding employment and and apparently that this seems to be a thing with flight workers that there is there is a, a part of them that is searching and walking towards, uh um being a service to mankind and and looking for that balance between being able to take care of their families and uh, take care of their uh obligations and being of service and it is something that and that's true to this day that i'm, I'm working on anyway. Um I had developed um, some spiritual relationships, um, be both um, in and in, in the what happened with spirit oftentimes would tell me, okay. We need to do X, Y, Z. (laughs) And call this person up and tell them that, you know, about your business idea. And a lot of it, a lot of what was taking place was being in that place of being in the meantime while I was continuing to pray for answers and praying for the right direction and praying for just being more authentically me and being able to be comfortable with that and as a result um, there had been a number of things that I had been exposed to like chanting um, to help break me out of the rhythm that I had been in for so long and it had become such a chronic thing that um, it it had become my normal, and through chanting, I realized that um, that I had, in fact, been depressed, and I had to break out of that. And um, let's fast forward to last year. I I was getting to the tailwind of being with a family that I had been staying with for up to three years, and it was, you know, the place was made of me to leave, and I went ahead and... And uh honored that request, um, maybe because uh, they
2: didn't
1: you know, it, it was fun, and also i I could not be authentically myself. I could not you know used to, i used I had used the magic I had used magic to help accelerate the process of of leaving and being able to reconnect with um, family members and you know continue to journey and as a result of of all of the hard work uh, I met my I met my
2: husband who is uh, my soulmate, so, and
1: much of the goals, many of the goals that I had had during that time uh, had made themselves manifest. And it's almost as if there was a need for the breakthrough the for... for that, going through that dark period. And apparently this is something that is pretty consistent throughout the, the spiritual journey of many spiritual people. They've all, many of them, if you talk to them and you get the opportunity to hear their stories, they've always gone through a dark period. And my dark period really was, you know, when all of this Became revealed um, when I developed the communication with my spiritual team. So, and 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 it is still something. The relationship that I have with my spiritual team is still developing. It's still growing. It's still manifesting and yielding into. It's something even greater than what I had or um, that I had experienced. And I think that when you start walking a path and living a more authentic life, that it, it gives it the opportunity to make it more manifest in your life. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick music break. And we'll be right back. And I think that what I will play is the
2: conqueror. Life is like a We're back. So
1: right now, um, there's no one in this video <laughs> other than myself. But it's all right. I have actually enjoyed talking about this. Now, just so you all know, there there are yeah, every, the story that I've talked about tonight is really the abridged version <laughs> Of the things that I've experienced, uh, it is just you know I, I did not want to really inundate people with the absolute details of everything that went on during this time. And let's just say that would just be. I want people to really kind of walk away with the possibility. That the reality that we have been uh, experiencing in terms of the physical laws and things of that nature, that it is, that it needs to come into question. That we are, in fact, more than it is that we appear to be. That there is a larger intelligence out there that that loves us and that guides us and that is looking so out for the best of us. And that there are, you know, that what we're experiencing may not be the totality of the truth. It's just a very, very convincing experience that we're having. The, when my mother had passed, and there was a... A gentleman uh, that that I had worked with, and he said, "You know, everything in this physical experience dies. So, you know, if everything dies, if everything transitions, then death can't be all that bad." Now, I want to bring this up because what is it, you know, that we are this experience that we're having, you know, it's not the reality, it's not necessarily the truth. However, we are all in agreement about what it is that we're experiencing, that there is more to it. And that essentially that we all are, you know, my experience, I am of this thought, the thought that of us, all of us have our spiritual guides, our, you know, our extended masters, those beings that are looking out and watching out for us and that are guided, and that, that since we have this much backing, you know, the spiritual backing, this, uh, this unseen world, that there is more than, than this physical place, and that at some point that we transition out of it. That essentially, the, the truth of the matter is, is that we are magic. We are made of that. Uh, we are made of incident and post. And I always just be mindful of that. That you are more. So. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, sign off. This is going to be a short show. But working to you, everyone. And I will see you on the Thursday in a couple of weeks. And I think that at work and I now, we'll be talking about uh, some relationship talk, um, specifically, specifically about when you know, a relationship is is needing to transition to in order to bring in something new. All right. Love, peace and blessings everyone. You all have a great night.